Hey folks, have you heard of cancer-fighting foods? The American Cancer Society discovered diets rich in fruits and vegetables may actually lower your risk of cancer. Think about that for a second. That's really important. Hopefully, you hear this and run to the store for five servings of fruits and vegetables every day. But if you're like me, you probably don't have the time to do that, right? So maybe you should consider adding Field of Greens to your daily health regimen. Each fruit and veggie in Field of Greens was doctor-selected for studied health benefits. There's a heart health group, lungs, kidneys, and metabolism groups, even healthy weight. What your body needs is in each scoop of delicious Field of Greens. I take it every day. Sometimes I put it in a shake. Sometimes I put it in my egg white omelet in the morning. Field of Greens can help prevent, treat, and cure cancer? No, but it can powerfully help you audit your next checkup. Your doctor will notice your improved health or you're going to get your money back. Here's the most amazing thing about it. I started using Field of Greens a year ago. My cholesterol is down. My blood sugar is down. My weight's down. My health is up. My sleeping patterns are better. My metabolism is up. If you want to experience what I've experienced, go check out Field of Greens. Jump into the ring here. You're going to get an enormous benefit. And it's so simple. Single scoop, a couple of seconds, healthy lifestyle all day long. Now, thanks to our good friends at Brickhouse Nutrition, Field of Greens is going to give you a 15% off discount plus free rush shipping. All you got to do is go to fieldofgreens.com and use the promo code JUSTNEWS for your discount. That's promo code JUSTNEWS at fieldofgreens.com. Fieldofgreens.com, promo code JUSTNEWS. Go check it out. Hello, America. Happy Sunday and welcome to a new edition of John Solomon Report. So glad you can join us. We're going to cover the range today. We're going to have a little bit of COVID-19 and the coronavirus and the pandemic and the revisionist history. And then we're going to cover a little bit of politics and the FBI and the FBI whistleblowers. We're going to cover a little bit of everything before we're done. A little bit of truth social and free speech and the growth of that. Back to back to back, a really great show today. When we get started, when we come back for the commercial break, first up is Dr. Robert Malone. He had COVID right. He was smeared by his colleagues, the NIH, the CDC, pulled off of social media, disgraced and chagrined, only to find out his predictions were right. And by the way, this wasn't just any expert. It's the man that came up with the mRNA strategy from the beginning. You think we might have wanted to listen to him a little more closely. He's going to take an important review of where we are, the revisionist history, why he was right, why the CDC was wrong, and what we can learn from it so we don't repeat it again. Then Congresswoman Claudia Tenney, with her reaction of the released affidavit, the loan forgiveness program, something that Steve Moore talked about yesterday. She's going to join us from the great state of New York, as will Congressman Greg Stubbe from Florida. He has a lot to say, so two members of Congress here to really give us a good look at what's going on. And then we're going to do a third thing. There was a horrifying, harrowing security episode with Marjorie Taylor Greene, the congresswoman from Georgia early this week. It's called Swatting, and it was a very serious matter. It really was. And police armed showed up not once but twice to her home because someone played a dirty trick on the cops and on Congresswoman Green. This is something that can create enormous security concerns. Well, we interviewed her and got her firsthand account of what happened, how good the cops were, even though they didn't know what they were entering into. They thought they were entering into a bloody murder scene or a hostage scene. Thankfully, that wasn't true. But God bless our cops for the hard work they do and how hideous that anyone would call in a fake crime like that and put people in harm's way. Then we're going to turn to former Congressman Devin Nunes. He's always a, a great guest. He's going to tell us about the growth of Truth Social, why it is booming post Mar-a-Lago raid. I think a lot of us have a, a theory about that. He's going to tell us why. 
Great way to wrap up the week. Former Congressman Devin Nunes, now the CEO of Truth Social. All important stuff. So back to back to back. Malone, Tenney, Stuby, Green, and then Nunes. What a great lineup on a Sunday. Hope you enjoy it. We'll take a quick commercial break when we come back. First up, Dr. Robert Malone, the doctor, the COVID expert, the mRNA founder, and the man who had it right, but still was castigated by a dishonest media, dishonest public health bureaucracy, and a dishonest social media empire. We're going to have that story next. Hey folks, have you heard of cancer-fighting foods? The American Cancer Society discovered diets rich in fruits and vegetables may actually lower your risk of cancer. Think about that for a second. That's really important. Hopefully you hear this and run to the store for five servings of fruits and vegetables every day. But if you're like me, you probably don't have the time to do that, right? So maybe you should consider adding Field of Greens to your daily health regimen. Each fruit and veggie in Field of Greens was doctor-selected for studied health benefits. There's a heart health group, lungs, kidneys, and metabolism groups, even healthy weight. What your body needs is in each scoop of delicious Field of Greens. I take it every day. Sometimes I put it in a shake. Sometimes I put it in my egg white omelet in the morning. Field of Greens can help prevent, treat, and cure cancer? No, but it can powerfully help you out at your next checkup. Your doctor will notice your improved health or you're going to get your money back. Here's the most amazing thing about it. I started using Field of Greens a year ago. My cholesterol is down. My blood sugar is down. My weight's down. My health is up. My sleeping patterns are better. My metabolism is up. If you want to experience what I've experienced, go check out Field of Greens. Jump into the ring here. You're going to get an enormous benefit. And it's so simple. Single scoop, a couple of seconds, healthy lifestyle all day long. Now, thanks to our good friends at Brickhouse Nutrition, Field of Greens is going to give you a 15% off discount plus free rush shipping. All you got to do is go to fieldofgreens.com and use the promo code JUSTNEWS for your discount. That's promo code JUSTNEWS at fieldofgreens.com. Fieldofgreens.com, promo code JUSTNEWS. Go check it out. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Welcome back, everybody. You know, there's one doctor out there who caught widespread criticism and social media bans on all major platforms, and he's followed the science from the very beginning. In fact, he has known as the original inventor of mRNA and DNA vaccines, and that man joins us now to start taking his well-deserved victory lap. Dr. Robert Malone, it's great to have you back on with us again. Well, uh, hi, John and Amanda, and thank you for that. I, I certainly... Uh, don't consider it a victory lap. This is just the beginning. We have uh, some deep issues here. But uh, there, it does appear that the ice is thawing just a bit. Yeah, it does seem like some of the scales are falling off. We've seen some some quiet reversals of CDC guidance, and, and that could be because the science has changed, of course. But before we dive into all of that, I wanted to ask you about this breaking news today that uh, Dr. Anthony Fauci, despite the fact that he said that he would resign in two years, he's going to move that up to the end of this year. What do you think? 
I found that fascinating. Uh, it was totally unexpected, I think, by any of us. And of course, there's been no hints other than Dr. Fauci uh, suggesting that he's going to work on his books and uh, do what he can to mentor other young young scientists and uh, promote the the development of science and the enterprise. A lot of vague notions. Uh, I I it's inexplicable to me. There's clearly some major turbulence going on within HHS right now. I suspect it's driven by the polls and the upcoming election. Yeah, I bet I bet that's right, sir. You you for a long time were eviscerated by the traditional media, by social media. You were censored. It turns out that your take on what was happening with the coronavirus was the accurate one. And uh, the official government, CDC, NIH, well, they've been backpedaling for the last month, uh, including the amazing admission by Dr. Deborah Burks that she knew all along, all along that she knew that this virus, uh, that this vaccine would not stop people from getting infected. You're suing the Washington Post. What has it been like to go through that process of being an expert, cast aside as one, and then realize you were right all along? Uh, I wrote a substack about this. What does it feel like to be vindicated? Uh, and it's really not very satisfying. The, I, I take no pleasure in any of this. Frankly, I wish I was wrong. I wish that uh, the vaccines had worked. I wish that they had not caused the damage that they've done. I wish that we hadn't had the um, almost wholesale destruction of public trust in the Health and Human Services, the CDC, the NIH, and the FDA. And it's not just here domestically, it's globally. Trust in the United States and the Health and Human Services and the United States biomedical enterprise has been deeply damaged. I take absolutely no comfort in this. What I hope is that I can continue to somehow help advance uh, the enterprise, the cause here for the United States. Sometimes, somehow we have to heal. We have to heal organizationally. We have to heal culturally. We have to come together as a nation. I've just been, in the last few days, I've been to Long Island and to San Francisco, and LaGuardia still is asking everybody to mask. Masking is the norm in San Francisco and the airports and in the city. Uh, we have uh, this fascinating article about Lena Wynn and a petition about her criticizing her, even calling her a racist and implying that somehow She's responsible for the Supreme Court overturning Roe versus Wade. There's still a deep amount of this mass formation phenomena. And then we have the, the implications of a government, just as you were covering in your prior segment with the FBI, there's amazing parallels between what's happened under this administration in HHS and in the FBI. They, they kind of, the rules don't no longer seem to apply. The law yeah. is no longer the law. It's whatever they say it is. Somehow this has yes. to be fixed. Yeah, so so many of our long-trusted organizations seem to be uh, falling out of favor because of those trust issues. I wanted to ask you about the future of a COVID vaccine, not necessarily Moderna or Pfizer, but there are a lot of Americans who declined to get the vaccine. And now, thank goodness, we are seeing corporations and communities and organizations uh, take away their vaccine mandate. But for people out there who, who didn't get the vaccine, whether they got fired or not, but now they're looking at 
other types of vaccines, traditional vaccines that didn't do the fast track with the FDA. Um, Novavax is the one that comes to mind. But for vaccines like that, do you think that that's something that Americans should consider? Frankly, I know the Novavax technology very well and uh, some of the majors at the firm. So I have, it's not really a COI, but once upon a time they were clients. Uh, the Novavax product is has a black box warning because it still incorporates spike protein. This is a black box warning in the EU. It does still have the cardiotoxicity problems. You're asking a general question. Basically, can you reliably develop a good vaccine against a rapidly mutating RNA respiratory virus? And the history has not been very good on that. Uh, mm -hmm. We have the influenza vaccines as the exemplar, and they are routinely down in the 20 to 30% effectiveness range. So are we going to be able to have a what we would call in, the, in our business a sterilizing vaccine, which, one which would protect and prevent infection, replication, and spread, and potentially enable herd immunity? I'm afraid that the record suggests not. I'm, I look forward to being proven wrong, but it appears that the majority of us have had our coronavirus infections, um, have developed natural immunity. It's relatively protective. The virus seems to be evolving to be less pathogenic, but more infectious, a normal pathway. And I don't have a good crystal ball right now, but I, as a vaccinologist, I've always been wary that we were going to succeed in developing a safe and effective coronavirus vaccine. Yeah, well, you mm. turned out to be 100% right, sir. I want to ask you a little bit. For the last 40 years, we've had one norm through the AIDS crisis, through the bird flu crisis, through all the different infectious disease crises this world has had. Dr. Anthony Fauci has been at the helm. Your thoughts on his legacy as he moves aside in these next few months? I'm afraid uh, for the sake of Dr. Fauci uh, that uh, Robert F. Kennedy Jr. has written the uh, definitive chapter in that history. I helped edit it and there's another book coming out from him. I, my, my sense all the way, you understand this has been my entire career. I've had to live with Tony Fauci in the background. I started with the various earliest days of AIDS. So I've lived through all of this. And all the way through it, he has been a dominant and a domineering force, one with, to whom the rules didn't apply, the rules that I had to follow and my other colleagues. And we all kind of just shrugged our shoulders and said, well, that's Fauci. He gets to do whatever he wants to do. I hope we can get back to a, a, a situation in the NIH and NIAID where we don't have it operated as kind of a mafia. But that has been the general profile in the past. It's been as if it was his personal fiefdom. And I'm not sure uh, what I hear about Mr. Francis, Dr. Francis Collins still being involved in the background and selecting the replacements for his position and that of Tony Fauci. I'm not uh, real optimistic that we're not going to see more of the same wow. unless we have a major shift in the executive branch. Uh, so uh, I look forward to um, what's going to happen in the next uh, presidential election. Leave yeah. it at that. 
important stuff. Yeah, I think that there are a lot of Americans who are hoping that that in January that maybe Dr. Anthony Fauci will have to answer some questions, probably questions you've had for a long time in working with him. We've got just about 30 seconds left. I wanted to ask you, monkeypox, how is it transmitted? Who is vulnerable once and for all? Do we need to worry? 98 to 99 percent of the cases are in uh, men who have sex with men. Uh, there's increasing data suggesting that it's not just by casual contact. This particular one seems to be associated with that, uh, the sexual practices in that cohort. And uh, I think that uh, the best rule here is quarantine and abstinence and contact tracing, old fashioned Great. public health. Uh, so yes. we'll leave it there. Dr. Anthony, uh, excuse me, Dr. Robert Malone, very much not Anthony Fauci. Dr. Malone, we appreciate you joining us so much and we look forward to having you back on very soon and we will be right back. All right, folks, we'll be right back with more of the show right after this. All right, folks, as we draw near to another critical election, it's not only about casting your vote, it's about elevating your voice, making your voice be heard. AMAC is more than just a senior discount organization. They unite like-minded patriots like you and I, committed to preserving our cherished values and actively opposing the leftist agenda that's sweeping across America. Just look at their recent victories. AMAC members helped to push forward an investigation into practices that inflate drug prices. They successfully defeated ranked choice voting in order to protect traditional voting methods, and they've also helped block a federal takeover of elections. As AMAC's membership grows, Washington is listening. Every new member strengthens this movement. If you love America, visit AMAC, A-M-A-C dot U-S slash Just News to become a four-year member for just $30. That's a great discount. AMAC is not only better for America, it's better for you. Membership gives you access to the AMAC magazine, free Social Security and Medicare guidance, money-saving discounts, trusted news, sweepstakes, and so much more. It's a community, not a service. Take advantage of our election year sale, four years for just $30 at AMAC. By joining over 2 million Americans, they can't ignore your voice in Washington anymore. Join now at AMAC, AMAC.us slash Just News. That's AMAC.us forward slash Just News. Hey folks, if you're a homeowner and you're like me, you want to protect your home, right? But when's the last time you checked on the title to your home? If you never have, listen to this. A new report on homeowners shows we all now have $16 trillion in equity. That's an all-time high in America. That's why you need protection from a scam the FBI calls house stealing. That's when the equity in all of our homes is the target, sadly, of scammers. If nobody's watching the title to your home, these scammers can transfer your title to their name, take out loans, and your equity could be gone. Poof, gone. You have to protect your equity from this despicable crime right now with triple lock protection from my good friends at HomeTitleLock.com. The first step is to check on your home's title to see if it's still in your name. Sign up with your address at HomeTitleLock.com and be sure to use the promo code JUSTNEWS. They're going to send you a complete title scan of your home's title and your first 30 days of triple lock home title protection. That's legendary protection, by the way. It's free. HomeTitleLock.com. Use the promo code JUSTNEWS. One more time. Go to HomeTitleLock.com today and protect your most important asset, the equity in your home. We've got a perfect guest. She's always on the ball when it comes to things FBI and accountability in Washington. She's the great congresswoman from New York. Claudia Tenney, Congresswoman, great to have you on the show. Uh, great to be on. Great to see Amanda as well. Yes, uh, 
Happy Friday. And we want to ask you right away if you have any first impressions. This, uh, this redacted uh, document comes out. It seems like it's criminalized a dispute over records between the archives and a former president. Well, I think you just put that perfectly. I think we're criminalizing something that may not even be a criminal matter. That's something that Letitia James, the attorney general from New York, specializes in, and especially in her cases that she's tried unsuccessfully to bring against President Trump. But we look like this weaponized FBI, a weaponized DOJ. Uh, we have questions about probable cause. And of course, all the reasons uh, that would be set forth in this affidavit describing why there's probable cause are redacted. Basically, what you see are a lot of statutes and things that you can that would be commonly cited without the real evidence that supports those statutes. And that's what concerns me the most is. And then the fact that you, you mentioned Cash Patel being raised. What are we do? Is this a fishing expedition where we're just authorizing this massive search to see what evidence they can get? Number one, to try to create a crime, to put one together, much like the Russia collusion hoax. Or are they trying to cover up? the very documents and the people that were trying to create the Russia collusion hoax and shield them from liability by taking those documents away. So it raises a lot more questions than it really answers. And if you look at the, the I just I sort of combed through uh, online, this document is almost entirely redacted, which is not revealing anything. It's a one big nothing burger in my first impression of it. I, I'm glad you brought that up, and I wanted to ask you, I think it was 20 out of 32 pages were either mostly or entirely redacted. That doesn't seem like transparency to me. No, absolutely not. And that's why, again, I, I, I'm concerned about this weaponization. You hear that word a lot. But again, I can't emphasize enough that we are often seeing these uh, Department of Justice highly politicized, the FBI highly politicized. Remember, these are agencies that are appointed by the executive branch. They're not local sheriffs or people that are appointed by the people to serve in law enforcement capability. They're hired by partisans. They're partisan organizations, and they have a history of doing that. I think right now, I think a lot of people would like to see the FBI, at least the top uh, brass there, just taken out and start over because we're just seeing this perpetual uh, stream of what they're trying to do. Now, again, the J6 issue is another thing. Is that what they were going after? I don't know. It was all redacted. But again, criminalizing civil behavior, the fact that the president already has the ability to declassify documents. And something I think we raised last time uh, we were on with you, uh, John and Amanda, was the fact that the president actually, President Biden, denying that he had any uh, no knowledge of this. And then all of a sudden we find out, oh, yes, in fact, he did. And then he made an unprecedented step in trying to eliminate the executive privilege uh, that President Trump would have. And this sets a very dangerous precedent because we know this has been an issue in the past. So going forward, what if President Trump gets elected again? I know every effort in here is a, in a likely an attempt to try to prevent him from doing that. What if he decides to do that in the future? You could see a lot of hair on fire and a lot of people melting down because of this you know, kind of action. But Biden just seems to go away. We don't deal with the 10 percent for the big guy. You know, the other big news story that you're that we're seeing is that the FBI and Mark Zuckerberg from Facebook actually said on Joe Rogan that, oh, by the way, I was told by the FBI not to let this Hunter Biden laptop contents out. And then you have 51 former intelligence officers who I think every single one of them should lose their security clearance, saying that the, the laptop was a classic case of continuing an ongoing Russia collusion. All this is false. This puts a lot of distrust in the American people. And anyway, even if you don't like President Trump, this is all really bad precedent. And I just not seeing probable cause is, is a problem for me. 
Yeah, a lot of people are saying that today. Uh, Congressman, I want to ask that when the Russia collusion investigation finally got investigated by the inspector general, one of the big criticisms was the FBI relied on news articles. It turns out news articles that were leaked by Christopher Steele to authenticate Christopher Steele's um, thing. Now, I'm a journalist. I'm glad everybody reads news articles. But at the end of the day, is that the sort of evidence the FBI ought to be using news articles to raid a former president's home? I feel the same way, John, but I was also a journalist and That's ran right. a newspaper and I looked for sources all the time. And if I couldn't verify something or I knew that it wasn't right, we didn't publish it. And if we made a mistake, I had a million dollars in libel insurance uh, just for a local weekly newspaper. So the question is, how can the FBI justify this? They've already been down this road with this Russia collusion hoax with James Comey, uh, with all the, the FISA court and Christopher Steele and all this nonsense that was really used. It was very scandalous. And what's scary is the, the media used this, this Yahoo news story, which was the one that was used uh, in the Russia collusion hoax. It's exploiting uh, the, the, these news sources and really undermining the good work that someone like you do, that Amanda does. You know, real investigative journalists really do try to get it right. But often you don't always have it right, which is why there's always a little bit of a disclaimer in every article, you know, needs to be proven or we have the fact or the original source. Right. So this concerns me that the FBI is engaging much like the mainstream media. They just go with a rumor and they run with it. And this is very dangerous. It's very libelous. It can smear people. And uh, it's why our media is so complicated and difficult for the American people to get the information they need to be self-governing, to understand what the truth is. And it's really hard to know what the sources are. It's one of the reasons I explain every vote in Congress. I put everything on my website. I put everything out there that I can possibly give as a former journalist and as a lawyer. I try to give as much information as I can so the public can make their own assessment, which is what you do basically as a journalist. So I, I really worry about the abuse of power that's happening right now and, uh, and just using, you know, creating, this could have been a fake news source. I just had a, a campaign that I went through where my opponent and his surrogates put up a completely libelous story about me and made it look like it was a legitimate newspaper and spread it around. But how do you counter it? And that's dangerous when you have the most powerful law enforcement agencies in the country doing this, engaging in this type of behavior. It's really dangerous for our, our country. Yeah, it absolutely is. And this type of, of circular reporting, I call it the liberal feedback loop. Uh, you would think that that would be part of the affidavit that they wouldn't want to cop up to because I think they took a pretty good beating the last time around when they use these types of practices and maneuvers. But that to me part of, is part of the most concerning element of this because they did this knowing that they took a beating last time and yet they did it again because I don't think they will see any repercussions. You know, that's an excellent point, Amanda. Why would you put that out there when you know that it's kind of like, haha, we're going to put it out and see if we can fool them again. So fool them once, fool them twice and no accountability. And uh, because the legacy corporate media is, is in the tank with the with the appearing to be mostly in the tank with the Biden administration and they're all running circles and in interference. I think that's a really good point you make that it is almost a, it's almost like an admission. It's admission. We don't have probable cause. And then this other issue that we've talked about on this show is what about this judge? How come not only are we not, is the is the Trump organization? Why, you know, his lawyers raising a Fourth Amendment issue. How does this judge continue to go forward when he has already recused himself from a case? Donald Trump versus Hillary Clinton. He he recused himself on the under the bias and prejudice standard. How does he continue to get to preside over this case? I think that should be raised. I get, you know, okay, we raise this issue, we get another yeah. judge. 
But nonetheless, this is critical time when it's, you know, the early on in the investigation, early on in this raid. You know, this could really blow up. Yeah, no, you're exactly right. So many questions, so few answers, but we're going to keep digging. Congresswoman, we are so grateful you. for your time. Thanks for sharing it with us today. Up next, Greg Stubbe, Congressman from Florida, right after this. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crow portrays an ex-homicide detective, unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Welcome back, everybody. Joining us now is a Republican congressman representing the great state of free Florida, as I call it, although every state is freer than the one I live in. But he also serves on the House Judiciary Committee. Representative Greg Stubbe, welcome back to the show. Yeah, thanks for having me. Good to see you. And and boy, do I have so many questions pertaining to your assignment on that Judiciary Committee. But I will just start with asking you your top line observations about this raid on Mar-a-Lago that took place two weeks and a day ago. Well, you know, the Democrats in the deep state have been utilizing our intelligence apparatus in the FBI now for years to go after the Trump organization. We saw that in the Russia collusion hoax, uh, not only the, the the investigative arm, but then the mainstream media perpetrated a fraud on the American people that there was this collusion between Russia and the Trump campaign, which, you know, years later we found out is completely false. Um, and now they're using the same apparatus to go after the former president and the number one contender to take on Joe Biden and 2024 and and using a a law enforcement arm to weaponize against your number one political opponent and we have gotten and stooped to a place in america where i don't think americans are truly realizing what is happening where the law enforcement arm is going after political parties and political organizations that are opposite of the party in power and there's no check and balance on that right now because the democrats run the house the Democrats run the Senate, and that's why it's so important when we take the majority back in November and get the gavels in January that we start to be a check and balance on this complete overreach of the Department of Justice. Yeah, it's really remarkable when you see the correspondence now, and you can see that you've got the White House Counsel's Office, the DOJ, the National Archives, and the FBI all working together behind scenes. We couldn't see this. If we didn't get this uh, letter leaked, we would never see it. And the due process, the idea that Donald Trump would have an opportunity to go to court and contest this just ripped from him. And and it accelerates a grand jury investigation by uh, launched by the current president against his political rival. The lack of due process. Is there anything House Judiciary might delve into on this? Lack of due process, lack of less intrusive means, lack of working with lawyers, not permitting lawyers to be present during the search, searching personal places that weren't within the parameters of the search warrant. Uh, all of these things we're going to be looking into. And, and the real the, 
bringing these people in and being able to subpoena them and get information and putting them under oath is going to be very different than the current standard that they have right now with the Democrats in charge. And I think it's absolutely incumbent on us to get to the bottom of this and make this transparent. Um, the judge is still kind of going back and forth on whether to make the actual affidavit public to the American people. I guess he's going to redact portions of it. But the American people need to know what is really going on here. And the legal basis for that search was that affidavit. But they are using the FBI and their law enforcement arms to go after their political opponents. Congressman, you put out a tweet that sent shockwaves over Twitter. I think it said, I'm joining my judiciary GOP colleagues in demanding answers from Attorney General Garland, Director Chris Ray. And Chief of Staff Ron Klain regarding the unprecedented raid at Mar-a-Lago, we shouldn't have to wait for the next Congress. The American people want answers now, but there are so many investigations that I think you all will have to take on. Of course, the labeling of domestic terrorists by the FBI of parents who really just wanted to stand up for their kids' educations. It just seems like there's so much to investigate. And, the, and, and we're not even halfway through Joe Biden's term. How are you going to cram all that in? Yeah, immigration, uh, Afghanistan. Uh, I mean, there's all sorts of things. Luckily, we have different committees with different jurisdictions, but judiciary is going to be very, very busy. Uh, between immigration and investigating all the atrocities that have happened on the border, where we have a, a administration that is intentionally and deliberately violating federal law as it relates to border security, um, that we're going to be very, very busy. But I have a lot of confidence in who will be our chairman, Jim Jordan, to bring all of these things to account. And we're going to we're going to do the things that the American people want us to do and actually have a real uh, investigation and justice in the land, which is lacking right now. Yeah, it's so important. And uh, Congressman Jordan was on the show last night. He started to talk about these whistleblowers. It's not one, it's not two, not four, not even 10. It's 14 that have approached the committee so far in seven months, eight months. Uh, what do you know about the FBI whistleblowers' concerns and how concerned should everyday Americans be that people are coming out of the woodwork saying that agency has got a problem? They're coming out of the woodwork because of these atrocious things that the agency is suddenly doing. I mean, it's even the judge who gave to Barack Obama, the magistrate that issued this this warrant, even said all of this is completely unprecedented. Uh, so you're starting to see people that probably at least have a reasonable mind that are in the higher echelons of the FBI going to people like Jim Jordan as whistleblowers to say, look, this is this is not our common practice. This is not reasonable. This is not the way law enforcement organizations operate and getting, giving that information to Jim Jordan. But unfortunately, the Democrats aren't going to investigate any of this. Yeah. So we're going to have to wait until we get the power of subpoena and the gavels in January to be able to do a true investigation, bring these facts to the American people and hold the people who are using political weaponization in the DOJ accountable. Congressman, I want to switch gears a little bit. You know, U.S. presidents enjoy the protection of Secret Service for a lifetime, and we see a lot of protections for uh, current and past presidents. Of course, when someone is elected, then uh, they go in and, and they fortify any dwelling that they would spend time in. And so it's not really a surprise when we saw that the DHS awarded a Delaware company about a half a million dollars to build a fence around Biden's compound in Delaware. But when you, when you compare that to the southern border, the optics don't match up. And I think that the American people are starting to catch on to that. But I'm wondering your take on it. Yeah, what that shows you is that you they care more about their safety and security than the safety and security of the American people. And, and there's not a better example of that than the hypocrisy right there where we're going to put a fence around 
taxpayers are going to pay for it and put a fence around Joe Biden's vacation home uh, on the beach. But we're not going to put a wall up on the southern border and where there is fencing. I just recently saw a video a few days ago where there is fencing and our Texas uh, National Guard officers are stopping people at, at the fencing. Then Border Patrol comes, opens up the fence and lets them in. We have an administration that is ignoring the law of the land, taking the law into their own hands, and the American people aren't going to stand for it. They're going to show up in droves in the midterm, give the power back to the people, and Republicans are going to hold the administration accountable in, the, in January. Yeah, just the way that our founding fathers intended. Elections were the great correction moment in American history. And speaking of elections, you've got a primary in Florida today, very big day. What are you looking for? You're obviously in a safe district, but what do you see around the state, what, uh, what is the state of the Republican Party and the, the mindset of the Florida voter right now? Yeah, I think right here in Florida, we, we only need to win four seats to take the majority back for Republicans. I think right here in Florida, you're going to see us take four or five seats for, for Republicans. Wow. So this today is going to be a primaries uh, and you're going to get a, a real sense of Trump's endorsed some individuals. Of I've endorsed a couple individuals. So you'll get a real sense of who's going to win the primaries and who's going to be taking on the Democrats in the general election. And I feel good about where Florida is at, at from a statewide perspective for the first time in the history of our state. We have more registered Republicans than Democrats. That bodes well for Ron DeSantis. It bodes well for Marco Rubio. And I'm very much looking forward to the, getting the primaries behind us. And so we know who we're going to be facing in the generals. Yeah. So yeah. And, and Congressman, that, that statistic about more registered Republicans is due in no small part to grassroots activism, something that we are finally starting to see with conservatives. Liberals have been doing this type of activism for, for half a century, basically trying to impose Marxist ideas uh, across our country. But in Florida, your governor, Ron DeSantis said, no, no, no. He's traveling on a tour across the state to get uh, school board members elected. Do you think that Republicans have finally learned that we've got to get better at the grassroots on the ground activism to actually change culture to affect change in DC. Absolutely. And those school board races are today. So we'll know we'll know tonight if that has been an impactful uh, impact on our school board races, especially those school districts that are allowing sexual stuff in, into our child's curriculum and woke identity politics into our child's curriculum. So today's a great day in Florida to see uh, if that grassroots level, DeSantis's involvement in that, and people are flocking to freedom here in Florida. You mentioned it earlier in the segment, and that's absolutely what has driven up Republican numbers on top of the grassroots effort. So I'm very curious to see how things end up tonight, but I think we're on the right path. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, Congressman, you guys have been on the right path in Florida for a while. You guys have been doing a lot of things right that other states should uh, should emulate. So Congressman Greg Subi, we appreciate you joining us. Yeah, thanks for having me. Hey, you want to hear the real story of what happened to Marjorie Taylor Greene, the swatting incident that is so dangerous? You got to hear it firsthand. It is very harrowing right after this. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. 
With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Congresswoman Marjorie Taylor Greene was the target of what we call a swatting call, where officers were told there was a criminal event going on in her house, a dangerous event. They come in, uh, as they always do, trying to protect someone, and it turns out it was a prank, but a dangerous, scary prank. Joining us right now is Congresswoman Green. Tell us a little bit about what happened last night. A pretty scary moment, ma'am. Uh, very scary. So uh, just after 1 a.m., I was I was awakened by knocks on my door, doorbell, and hearing people right outside my bedroom windows and seeing flashlights. I uh, jumped up, got dressed, and picked up my gun to carry with me to the door as I normally do, especially in the middle of the night when I'm not expecting company, uh, but I had a gut feeling, don't carry your gun. So I, I put it down, which is very, that's not normal for me. Um, headed to the front door in the dark and looked out the window and saw saw my police, local police right outside my front door, uh, guns drawn. They were there to, to do their job and I'm so proud of them and thankful for them, John. Um, they were wonderful, but I opened the door and, and asked, you know, what's going on? And they said, is everything okay, ma'am? And I said, yes, of course. And then they let me know the call that had come into 911. Someone called 911 and said that someone had been shot five times in the chest in a bathtub in my house and that there were children in the home and they were responding to what would normally be if it were real a very serious situation where more people could have been killed um, or perhaps a suicide. And so I'm so proud of my local law enforcement. They came to my house very quickly. They were prepared, um, tactically prepared to handle such a terrible situation. But then we quickly uh, turned to and realized what it was. And it was an awful prank on both of us, not only me, um, that could have caused me to be killed by the police, but also mm-hmm. on our great police officers, someone swatted me. Uh, they called and it was they called and they lied to 911 and they abused the 911 service. They they abused our local law enforcement resources and then come to find out the same person that did this called and they confessed um, using a some sort of uh, machine to hide their voice and like a voice synthesizer. And they said it was because. Um, of my legislation and my stance to protect children. Um, and they called themselves a child trans activist. Mm-hmm. And John, I want to tell you something. I don't know how we are coming to a time in, in our country where when lawmakers like me introduce serious legislation to prevent children from being abused of, by horrific practices like so-called gender uh, affirming care, um, and wh- I want to make that a felony that to the fact where the left will do anything they can to stop me to the point of having me killed. And so this was terrifying for me. It was terrifying for my family. Um, but I'm not going to stop. I am convicted even more so in this legislation and how important it is because kids need to know they need to know that they can grow up. Kids need to be protected and their innocence needs to be protected and their bodies need to be protected until they become adults and they can make rational decisions. But until they're 18 years old and probably even older, 
they should never be making a decision to have mastectomies, castration, uh, hysterectomies, pre uh, puberty blockers, hormone therapies that will permanently damage and mutilate their bodies and turn them into something they don't even recognize before they're 18 years old. Uh, but it, but anyways, that's what I'm trying to do. Um, and they tried to kill me for it last night. Mm. Trans child activists. What world are we living in? This is like the twilight zone. I, you know, the, one of the most disturbing things about this to me, Congresswoman, you know, I, I'm familiar with the practice of swatting. It, it is a practice of harassing people, but it can very quickly turn dangerous, as you were talking about. I remember in 2017, a guy in Kansas was killed. In 2015, a guy in, I think, Maryland was shot in the face with rubber bullets. It can turn dangerous very quickly. And my question to you is, uh, recognizing how dangerous and harrowing this can be, are your Democrat colleagues recognizing that? danger and supporting you in this? Oh, thank you for asking that. No, I haven't heard from any of them. Um, I've had many death threats uh, as, since I've been a member of Congress. I've been one of the most attacked members of Congress, as John just spoke about. Not only did they kick me off committees for absolutely no reason at all, they've introduced a House resolution to expel me from Congress with 73 Democrat co-sponsors. Um, a, a radical leftist group tried to get my name taken off the ballot and prevent my district from reelecting me, but I won my primary with over 70% of the vote. Um, the attacks have been unreal, and now to the point where they tried to have me executed by police, um, and, and that's such a horrific thing to even do to our police. Uh, no, I haven't had anybody come to my aid or call me and ask me if I'm okay from my Democrat colleagues on the other side, and guess what else? They won't approve security for me either. The multiple times that we've asked, and there have been several people uh, go on trial for uh, for trying to murder me, and and I still I'm, I still receive no protection, and and I also have to undergo harassment uh, from someone that works in my office building um, for Jake Auchincloss, Tim Heisman, his chief of staff. So it's it's been an unbelievable experience uh, being a a woman a woman in Congress and receiving absolutely no protection from the woman that is in leadership as the Speaker of the House. And so you can see that they clearly don't care, not one single bit. They care about abusing power and they care about political terrorism. And that's exactly who the left is. Yeah, that's remarkable. We got about a minute before the commercial break, but I want to ask you, Congresswoman, do we have any sense of who this person is? Have the police been able to track down the perpetrator that made that heinous call last night? Well, there's a very serious investigation on, underway, and I can't reveal those details at, at this time. Congresswoman, you uh, have been one of the champions of trying to reduce spending in government, try to get this crazy budget down, get inflation down. Joe Biden just gave one of the great uh, uh, giveaways in American history before an election, ten dollars to $20,000 off from anyone who's got a student loan. Your thoughts on that student loan cancellation? Is it even legal? Is there any legal authority to even do this? No, absolutely not. I do not believe there's legal authority to just cancel um, student loan debt. But you pointed to the obvious, John, and that's we have elections coming in November and the Democrats are in big, big trouble for what they've done to this country because voters are not excited to reelect Democrats with high inflation, outrageous crime rates and wide open border and gas prices no one can afford. But the real truth is, is I believe that the student loan um, the ability for 17 and 18-year-olds to take out a student loan uh, to begin with, that, where they can borrow hundreds of thousands of dollars 
to to go to college, maybe go to an Ivy League school, is the problem to begin with. You see, it should be difficult to take out loans with that much money. There should be a guarantee that they're able to pay it back. But it puts young people in a very bad situation to begin with. But then in all reality, who are the people, uh, most of these people, not all of them, but most of them, they're basically Democrat voters. I mean, look at how many of them have women's studies, college degrees, sociology degrees, and how many of them are part of this whole gender confusion movement or are part of the movement that is the radical left, the radical left that pursues the, the most absurd policies, woke policies that are just cursing our nation in every single way. You know, it's not fair to the hardworking Americans that never took out a loan, hardworking Americans that, that don't have debt that pay off their bills, the hardworking Americans that pay their taxes um, with no problem. Why do they have to pay for someone else's student loan debt? You see, when we become a country where there's no consequences and people are, aren't held responsible for the actions and the decisions they make, then we become a country of complete lawlessness. And that's what the Democrat, Democrat Party wants. They want us to be a country of lawlessness. And that's why they're the defund the police party. That's why they're the party where you don't have to pay back loans. That's why they're the party that is just ripping our country apart. And Joe Biden is wrong. He can't break the law and just forgive everyone's student loan debt. It just doesn't work that way. Yeah, all right. Yeah. And, and I feel like we were just talking with one of your former colleagues, Congressman Doug Collins, earlier in the show, and we were talking about the polling surrounding this and people who have worked hard to go to college and pay off their debts. And and whenever people have this conversation, my response is always college is not that expensive. If you work hard, it can even be free if you work hard. And people who don't live in Georgia may not be familiar with the HOPE scholarship program. But I feel like especially in Georgia, when I was a student at Auburn, there were a lot of people there at Auburn because of the HOPE scholarship for students who worked hard, made good grades in Georgia, and they got scholarships. I feel like in Georgia, this is going to particularly resonate and maybe irk Georgia voters because of things like the HOPE scholarship. Your thoughts? Oh, such a great point. And absolutely, it should. It should make everyone mad in Georgia. We do have the HOPE scholarship, and it's such a great program, and it rewards students that keep, keep a good grade point average and pays for their school, just an in-state tuition. This is the type of thing, this is how you pay for college. There's also the GI Bill. So many kids go to school um, uh, using the GI Bill and, and or, you know serve in the reserves or serve as an active military member. There's many ways, there's scholarships, sports scholarships, educational scholarships. There's many ways to pay for college. And guess what, the good old fashioned way by working a job and paying for it yourself. And that's the one that, that every single person can be proud of. But it's completely unfair to, to hear people here in Georgia who are working so hard, maybe people that are working two to three jobs to make ends meet because you can't afford groceries and you can't afford gas. And, and here comes the Democrats basically rewarding their Ivy League um, Democrat voters, you know, the ones, that, the, the ones that basically hate me and would love to see me murdered in some sort of swatting raid um, and fully support the, the maniac that called and, and did that to me last night and probably are trying to talk one of their kids into changing their gender, which is absolutely sick and disgusting. I don't know what's wrong with people that would do that. But um, yeah, I think everyone should be upset about this. And again, Joe Biden is off the rails, you know, and I'll say it again. I say it over and over again, impeach Joe Biden, because I believe people should be fired 
when when they do a bad job. And Joe Biden has showed us over and over and over again, he is not qualified to be president of the United States. Look at the border, look at Afghanistan, and look at Hunter Biden and all of the crime the Biden crime family has done. And then here we go again, Joe Biden is just writing free checks and saying, yeah, your student loan is forgiven. Um, no consequences for you. You can do whatever you want with your money. No consequences for you, but then there's consequences for guess what? Small business owners, contractors, middle-class America that is gonna have the 87,000 IRS army coming and knocking on their door, prepared to use deadly force, just like they're being swatted, um, all because Democrats know who they wanna go after, and that's conservatives in America. It's, a, it's an amazing moment in American history, a perilous moment in American history. Congressman, we've got about a minute left. I want to ask you about this. I know you're concerned. You're, you're a big backer of the blue. A lot of weaponization. You got the raid of President uh, Trump's uh, home recently. We haven't had a chance to talk about that. And now uh, the uh, word that there might be a targeting of Rudy Giuliani, possible prosecution in Fulton County. If the Fulton County District Attorney proceeds and does that, would you support Governor Kemp or suggest that they do a pardon and make this thing go away? Yes, absolutely. There needs to be a pardon. It needs to go away immediately. And I'll tell you something else that is going on, John, is there is a recall campaign happening for Fonnie Willis, the Fulton County DA that is abusing her position. I want you to know that Atlanta crime is worse than Chicago. Crime in Atlanta is worse than Chicago. Imagine that murder rates and, and, and complete crime rates higher than Chicago. And this DA, who should be prosecuting crime, is using her position and using Fulton County taxpayer dollars on her political witch hunt of President Trump. And it's sick and disgusting. This woman needs to be recalled. Governor Kemp needs to give a pardon to Rudy Giuliani, President Trump, and everyone else. Make this end. Make it go away now. I am sick and tired of political persecution. It is ruining our country and not serving the American people. Yeah. And the American people are right alongside you with that. Congresswoman, we are so glad you're safe. We're so grateful you stayed for an extra segment with us, and we wish you well. We hope the police wrap this up and get you back to safe ground. We're glad to have you on tonight. All right, folks, don't go anywhere. We've got Devin Nunes right around the corner. You won't want to miss it. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews. But now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. All right, folks, welcome back for the commercial break. If you've been watching uh, the former president, President Donald Trump, or if you've just been watching social media in general, it's impossible not to notice the growth of the Truth Social platform. It is 
everywhere. It's being quoted everywhere. Even here at Just the News, we see a large influx of traffic every day coming in from the site. Well, part of the reason for that is because of its very talented CEO, the former Congressman Devin Nunes, and he's joining us right now. Congressman, great to have you back on the show. John, it is always a pleasure to be on your show. Thank you so much. Uh, we have seen truth quoted in all the major media. We see truth uh, being shared by people. The influencers on it are doubling and tripling, it seems like, by the month. And here at Just the News, we, you know, every month we see 10 to 50% growth in traffic coming from the platform. It seems like in the last couple of weeks, particularly after the raid uh, on the a former president's home, that truth has gotten yet another injection. What, what are you seeing at your end? Yeah, I think that's exactly right. And it was the reason that I left Congress was because we had no ability to communicate with one another as Americans. It's not just conservatives, but conservatives, people in the middle. Uh, if you disagree with the tech oligarchs, you were shut down. And we continue to see that day after day. There's more and more people that are being booted off these tech tyrant platforms. And so little did I know, John, when, you know, when I left Congress, I knew that we had to get this stood up. Uh, because so many people had been shadow banned, uh, you know, like myself and, and right. others like me. But also you had the president, former president of the United States, Trump, who was booted off of all of the platforms. So this is really a necessity when we're in a, a dark chapter of American history in the middle of a propaganda war that the left is waging against America and our democratic republic. We had no way to communicate. And so I always say, said it numerous times on your show, but President Trump didn't need a new company and I didn't need a new job, but the American people need their voice back and ultimately people around the world need their voice back. And what happened uh, over the course of the last few weeks, I think, shows the need for this ability to communicate, because what would have happened? Just think what would have happened if this raid had have occurred? And President Trump would not have had True Social to announce it yeah. to the world that it was happening. It would have been really, really dark because you would have been reliant on on, you know, essentially sites like yours, John and others that, quite frankly, as you know, you you adjust the news and others get shadow banned by these big tech yeah. giants. So how could President Trump have gotten his message out? And not only that, he was able to get his message out over and over and over again in real time. And I think what that's done is not only did it bring a whole bunch of new users to the platform, but I also believe that, you know, people who had signed up early on uh, when we were just in beta testing, they had gotten an account. But, you know, they were still used to, to the other, you know, Instagram or TikTok or one of the big platforms. Right. And what's happened is what we've noticed is a lot of people have actually come back and logged back on. And I think they see how we've exploded with all of these great you know, creators uh, that are on there. So now, I mean, if you go on and get a truth account, you follow, you know, you can follow 10 people, 50 people, 100 people, um, and you're going to get phenomenal content. And so, uh, yeah, we've seen a lot of growth. Obviously, the big features we have coming out in the future are going to be, uh, you know, the more Facebook and Instagram type features that are really important right. throughout the, the rest of the year. And then, of course, the question that we get over and over and over again uh, is the one that, uh, you know, when are we going to be available on Android? Well, look, that's up to the Google Play Store. I mean, we're waiting on them uh, to approve us. And I, you know, I don't know what's taking so, so long. But so as um, I understand it, Congressman, you have the Google app built and you're just waiting for Google to give that approval, right? Yeah, that's correct. I mean, they could approve it tomorrow and it would be live uh, for all the people who have now pre-ordered. 
And I should say that we are available for pre-order on the Google Play Store, but it sure would be nice if they would approve us. And as you know, John, we are and, you know, we have built this from the ground up brick by brick so that we cannot be canceled. But uh, the two companies that we have to work with specifically for the the apps, which are the Google Play Store and Apple to be in their app store. Um, you know, look, everybody's beholden to them because they have a monopoly on those markets. Google has a monopoly on the Android phone with their Play Store and Apple, obviously, with their phone. So um, we've had great success working with Apple, uh, with Google. We're just we're just waiting. But, you know, the one thing that that uh, we have promoted on True Social is we're not like the other social media platforms because we're a family friendly place. We don't tolerate illegal activity. Uh, we don't tolerate anything that you probably wouldn't see on kind of your basic cable cable television. And, you know, we're quick to actually take down anybody who's on the platform to cause problems. Now, the one thing that we that we do not do is, you know, we're the only place that does not censor for political reasons. And, you know, if you're on our platform, you're safe because we're using the Rumble cloud and we're using Rumble video. They are, our, you know, obviously our biggest and most important partner and, right. uh, you know, now they had big news uh, in the past week. They have now been approved by the SEC. So they their merger will be complete. They will be a public company. And also just a few days ago, uh, we announced uh, that we are the first customer for Rumble on their new Rumble ads platform. So That's the big people news, can go to Rumble it? ads and they can actually sign up now to advertise onto True Social. Amazing. Absolutely incredible progress. And, you know, it's only been, what, about six, seven months total time from the launch, right? Well, look, I would say I would argue that we still haven't even launched. I mean, you can't yeah. consider this a full launch until you're in the Google Play Store so that everybody right. can access you easily. So, you know, look, we, we open on with an Apple app, then we open for a web browser. So I should say anybody can go on a web, any web browser and get an account, sign up and, and, and get on there. But, you know, at the right around the 4th of July, we had the big update with the new carousel. Ba kind of our right. basic feature set was done 4th of July and we submitted to be in the Google Play Store. Um, and that was kind of our plan was to be fully launched by the 4th of July. Um, right. But, you know, look, I, I still think, you know, basically we're in beta. I mean, until until we get approved on the on the Google Play Store, I mean, we're not a full fledged operating company yet. And so yeah, um, I guess amazing. you can say that we're still beta testing, so to speak, uh, for the Google Play Store. It's a very big beta because it's a very large audience, as we know here at Just the News. I want to pivot back to your old job in Congress for a few seconds. You helped unravel that um, the scandal with the Russia collusion. You saw the FBI's misconduct. Now we're seeing whether it's Congressman Jim Jordan, your old co uh, colleague in the House, uh, Senator Chuck Grassley, you're seeing all of these revelations of whistleblower after whistleblower. We're up to about two dozen whistleblowers who come forward saying politics continues to infect the decision making of the FBI. Your, your reaction. We got about a minute and a half left. Well, quickly, I would say that thank God for Grassley and Johnson and Jordan. They were so remarkable working with me as we as we unraveled the Russia hoax. And I would just say, look, it's just all the same players. And I would say the right. advantage that that the Congress has and the American people have today uh, is that what we didn't have then is now you have FBI agents, hopefully people within the Department of Justice, who are willing to come forward as whistleblowers. We had very few of those people that would come forward at that time in that very dark time at the beginning of the Russia hoax. And I would just say that 
we are in this dark chapter of American history that started in 2015 when they targeted President Trump and the Republican Party all the way through 16. I say targeted, they, our own government, Obama, Biden administration, working in the Department of Justice, working with the FBI and other intelligence agencies to target. And it never stopped. Right. It went to the Mueller investigation. And now I guess, you know, the same FBI agents that were involved with Mueller, totally corrupt. That should be investigated. They moved on to they're involved in the in the Whitmer supposed kidnapping case that was basically hatched by them. A lot of the same uh, players on January 6th, a lot of the same players that investigated President Trump as it related to the investigation into his businesses out of the Southern District of New York. And now these are the same players that went and raided Mar-a-Lago. This is absolutely outrageous. And it's what happens in a third world country. So we're basically there at that point of being a banana republic. And hopefully Congress with these FBI whistleblowers, finally, maybe they recognize there's a big problem here. And maybe Congress can get to the bottom of it of something we didn't have five years ago. Without you, we wouldn't have even got started in that journey. It does seem like we're starting to shake some stuff out of the tree. Congressman, congratulations on the success of Truth Social. And uh, thank you for weighing in on all these other issues. We'll have you back on real soon. Thanks, John. Always a pleasure. All right, folks, we'll be right back with more of the show right after this. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. I normally find bras to be so uncomfortable and constricting, but Skims has changed that. You know I love Skims underwear, so I finally tried their bras, and Skims has delivered again. Skims bras are worth the hype for the amazing shape and support they give, but what I wasn't expecting was how comfortable they are too. I've tried so many bras in the past, and the main issue that I have is that they weren't supportive enough, to the point where they felt slouchy. I love my Skims wireless form bra because it's so comfortable and supportive. The older I get, the more I care about actually being comfortable in what I wear every day. And with my wireless form bra, I no longer have to sacrifice my comfort for the support I need. Shop Skims Bras at Skims.com, now available in 62 sizes, 30A to 46H. Plus, get free shipping on all orders over $75. If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know we sent you. After you place your order, select Podcast in the survey, and select our show in the drop-down menu that follows. All right, folks, thanks for listening What all weekend long, Saturday and Sunday, two great shows. Thanks to our guests today, Dr. Robert Malone, Claudia Tenney, Greg Stubbe, Marjorie Taylor Green, and Devin Nunes. We can't thank you enough for making time in a busy August week to bring us up to speed and give us the inside account of what happened in this very historic busy news week. We enjoy you, and we thank you for the time, all the newsmakers who come on the show. And I also want to thank all of you for listening, for supporting this show for getting facts from the show and then making up your own mind. That's what we try to do at Just the News. I want to thank you on this Sunday, one of the last Sundays of summer, and uh, ask that God bless you. And God bless this incredible country as you head into another week, another Monday, right around the corner. Have a great rest of your week, and thanks for listening. God bless you. And remember, if you need a news fix, go to justthenews.com. We got you covered with breaking news and investigative great enterprise stories, big stories, 24-7 at justthenews.com. God bless. Good Sunday. See you tomorrow. 
Folks, everyone knows the next medical crisis is just around the corner. Whether it comes in the form of a pandemic or something much more mundane like a tick bite, you and your family need to be prepared. That's what we learned from this last pandemic, right? That's where the wellness company comes in. You know the wellness company. We have their great doctors like Dr. Peter McCullough on all the time on our shows. The wellness company and their doctors are medical professionals that you can trust. And the new medical emergency kits are the gold standard when it comes to keeping you safe and healthy, and most importantly, prepared. Be ready for anything. This medical emergency kit contains an assortment of life-saving medications, including ivermectin and z The medical emergency kit provides a guidebook to aid in the safe use of all of these life-saving medications. So you know what you're doing. From anthrax to tick bites to COVID and even the bioweapon like the plague, the wellness company's medical emergency kit is exactly what you need to have on hand to be prepared. Rest assured knowing that you have emergency antibiotics, antivirals, and antiparasitics on hand to keep you and your family safe from whatever the globalists throw your way. Go to www.twchealth/justnews today in order. That's twc.health/justnews and use the promo code justnews to save 10%. Hey there, it's Amanda Head, and I am thrilled to introduce to you my new exciting podcast, Furthermore, with Amanda Head, broadcasting weekly from sunny Los Angeles, California, and brought to you by the dynamic Just the News Podcast Network. On this fresh and engaging podcast, I delve into the latest news with a little bit of a twist, exploring the furthermore of every story. But this isn't your typical run-of-the-mill news commentary or politically charged program. I interview a diverse range of guests, including business leaders, entertainers, musicians, educators, experts, politicians, and many influential figures from both the United States and around the world. So why not make your Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays a little more interesting? Tune in on your preferred podcast platform and discover furthermore with Amanda Head on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. And don't forget to hit that follow or subscribe button and be sure to download the latest episodes. I can't wait to have you join me on this exciting journey. 